Hey guys, I'm Lexi, and this is the Babe Project Podcast, a show where babes unite and share all of life's joys, messes, and awkward moments. My hope is to bring you uplifting content that gives you confidence to be the super babe that you are. So buckle up, because it's going to get wild and weird. Well, happy Friday, guys, and welcome back to the Bay Project podcast. I am here today with Miss Hunter and Miss Ari from the God Sisters podcast, and I am so incredibly honored. <laughs> I'm so honored to have them on this podcast. Um, fun fact, we actually have never met each other, <laughs> yes. which is great because that means this podcast is going to be super just off the cuff. And I'm so excited to see what the Lord's going to do with this podcast. And also, if you don't listen to their podcast, please do, because they will make you feel like you are having a girl's night, just hanging out, having a little chat. So welcome, guys. Welcome to the Bay Project Podcast. Thank you. Okay, so let's hear that uh, God Sisters introduction. I'm Ari. And I'm Hunter. And we are God Sisters. <laughs> and we're here with the BPP. <laughs> yes. All right, well, before we get started, let's go ahead and pray. Do y'all want to get yes. us get us going? Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, I'll go ahead and pray. Lord Jesus, we just thank you, God, for this time of fellowship. We thank you for gathering us together, Lord, in your mm-hmm. name, that you are able to get the glory. Yes, we Lord. know that there is someone you have sent. There may be a few people, several people that you have sent to listen to this podcast. Sorry, we're going to cut that out because of the ambulance. We know, Lord, that you have sent. (laughs) We know, Lord, that you have sent several people to listen to this podcast. Mm -hmm. And we just pray, God, that they will be blessed by our stories. They will be blessed by any answers that we may give, any advice, any suggestions, Lord God, any suggestions or advice that Lexi may give, Lord. We ask, Father, that you just totally use us. Mm -hmm. Put a fresh fire under us, Father God, that you will do a new thing in this season for every single listener, God, that you will put a fresh fire in them, Lord, that you will anoint them to walk in their purposes fully, Father God, with confidence and boldness, Lord, to not be ashamed, to be wholeheartedly in love with you, Lord God, and willing to serve you, to die to their flesh and submit to you, God. So we thank you, Jesus, for this podcast. We thank you, Jesus, for God, sisters. And we thank you, God, for this moment to come together and to lift up your name and reconcile some people unto you, God. So Lord, shine your light and do your thing. And we say all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Girl, you're going to have me crying before we even start. <laughs> you see how that ambulance shot to take our glow, though? I Yeah. Oh, yeah. And at first I was like, is that Jesus coming back? I know things have been crazy. <laughs> is, that the, is that the trumpet? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So just tell us about who you are. What do you do? What are your favorite things? Give us the rundown of who Hunter and Ari are. Okay, I'll start. Um, So I'm Hunter. Um, I am 26 years young. (laughs) And I am from Dalton, Illinois. Mm -hmm. And that's right outside of Chicago, about 15 minutes or so. And I am just a young woman on a mission. I love the Lord. My life is ministry in work and out of work. Um, My nine to five 
I am a user experience analyst, which is like the FBI for the for the computers and websites and apps. So I really design mobile apps and websites. It's really what I do. And so, but I'm not doing that. Um, I am fighting the kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah. <laughs> but and and warring um, on behalf of God for His people. Um, I love women. I'm called to women. I'm called to minister to women. Called to be life with women. Fellowship. And I just love y'all. So if y'all listen, I love y'all. Amen. <laughs> um, and my favorite color is purple. Okay. Mm, hey, mine too. Oh, really? Wow, Lexi, really? <laughs> wow. So our logo is purple and pink, which is our favorite colors. Yes. So mine is always pink. So I'm always. Ah, you know, I had a feeling. Yeah. So I'm always curious to know who team, who's on team pink, but apparently Everyone not today. Purple. It's okay. Royalty. Well, I'm Ari <laughs> and I'm team pink. Um, I am from the Chicago area as well. I'm from Oak Park, Illinois. And a little fun fact about me, I just quit my corporate job. Ooh. So amen to that amen. because that was a whole long season that I am so glad is over. Um, And I've transitioned into entrepreneurship. So I now have my own company, which actually I serve even as a minister within that. Um, So I do business and then I have God sisters. And then in the meantime, right now, you know, we're quarantining. So I just love to watch Netflix. I love to work. Um, I'm always working on something. I love (laughs) workaholic, but God is working on me. Amen. Um, I love to read. I love to listen to podcasts. I have so many different hobbies. I'm also a painter. So that's a little fun fact about me that I never really share. Like Mm -hmm. I forget to share that I'm an artist as well. So yes, a little rundown about me. Well, I'm so excited to have both of y'all here. So uh, obviously the first thing we have to talk about is how did y'all get God Sisters going? What is the story behind that? Well, <laughs> well, 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 Lexi, very good question. <laughs> it's a deep story. Yeah. And we'll try to give it to you in the most simplest form. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let Hunter start with like the foundational aspect as to how we came about Um and like how it was birthed and then I'll talk more about you know like how we are who we are today yes I actually really love the story and telling it to people like it's so special to me um so when I came to Christ I had a big sister and immediately it was the same day I met her so she was my first lady was supposed to pick me up at church, but she sent this young lady, but you know, it worked out, but she was my age. <laughs> and she started discipling me. It was August 31st, 2014 was the day that I came to Christ. And throughout that year, it was such like a journey with the two of us just walking through life together and her just really pouring into me, like how to be a woman of God and how to say no and how to be okay with just going a different path than what you've already done. Mm. And once she graduated, so we both were at the same college, but she graduated and she moved away. I started praying that summer for God to then send me two women to disciple as she did for me, because Mm -hmm. I felt that if I was able to get it and able to have such a great support system and she had like other women around her that also lifted me up, then I can also do that for someone else. So literally every day I would open up my cousin's Snapchat 
And you know, she Me, was <laughs> Oh yeah, by the way, Ari and I are cousins. <laughs> and for those of you who didn't know, um, and I would click on like click through her stories and saw like she was partying and doing stuff like every day, like her summer was lit, right? It was. <laughs> it was very lit that summer. But I would literally declare life over her, like, you know, in the name of Jesus, I declare that you have no ill taste in your mouth for any of the stuff that you're doing. I, I declare that she shall be saved, God, in the name of Jesus, and that she shall live and I die. And just doing that every single day. Yeah. Fast forward, we come back to campus, and Ari finds me <laughs> and tells me that she wants to start going to church with me every Sunday. And I was completely thrown off because I was like, no way. Like, I know she doesn't want to come. She tried to drag me to church a few times and I would be asleep. <laughs> so she didn't believe me. She she was asleep. <laughs> she didn't come to church. <laughs> and so when she told me that, I was like, no way. Like, are you serious? Like, God, you are moving. And so she was like, but not tomorrow, but next Sunday, I, I got you. So, but she kept her word and she came with me every single Sunday, every Wednesday, every Monday, every Tuesday, every Thursday, every Friday. You like, should have had me on the leadership board, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was always something going on. But that's how I was. You know, when I first came to Christ, I was like, is there something going on? Oh, it's a meeting just for y'all. Okay, can I come with you? Like, <laughs> I was so thirsty to be in God's house. I was just like, can I go? Right. Um, <laughs> it was just such an amazing thing. And so, like, watching the same thing happen, I was like, yeah, like, let's do it. Amen. Um, so we spent every day together. We were fasting, praying, you know, talk, running through the Bible, like, watching sermons, testimonies. And this one particular day, um, so we would have a routine where we would get up every morning and we would read a devotional together and we would pray. And journal. And journal. That's one thing that was very, very important to us was journaling and documenting our journal, uh, our journeys. And side note, I found a couple of my old journals the mm. other day in my apartment and I saw some from that time period. It's just so mind-blowing. But anyway, yes, journal, journal, journal. If you don't know what to do, side note. Um, but, um, this one particular day, um, we were praying, God had already given us the name for God sisters through Ari because mm-hmm. he had given us, sorry, we're going to have to redo what? this little part because God gave you the vision. Not yet. He gave you the vision. You told me about it. Oh, the first vision. So there was two visions. So the first vision that he gave us, it was a night <laughs> <laughs> that we were actually, praying so we were praying and um we were reading the bible one night and god gave us a vision of women around us with their bibles open and there was like lights coming from them and so we were like okay like god obviously wants us to lead women in the word and he wants us to have maybe have like a small group because we didn't really see a ton of people and then i believe it was the same day or the next day god downloaded the name god sisters into ari so then a little while after, maybe a week at most, we were praying one morning. So then this is when we get to this one, <laughs> is when we were, so when we were praying that time is when he actually showed us the logo. He showed us the colors. He showed us the Instagram. And this was before like DMs were popping. Yes. This was before like businesses were yes. on Instagram. This was way before then, which is yes. so crazy. Yes. There was no biz- Instagram for business. No, not at all. No. None of it. Like none of the, like the public pages for mm-hmm. like speakers and things like that. Like none of that was existing, but we saw like a flood of DMs from women. We saw us just speaking life into them and pouring into them, making relationships with them. Wow. We saw all of, like, he literally took the Instagram, like, 
profile picture and zoomed it in and showed us the logo. And so I was like, oh my God. Showed her and she told okay. me. Amen. Well, we are one, so <laughs> show us. And so, as we were, um, I said, we like, yeah, we, are, we, we were visioning this. <laughs> right. We're me twins right. in the That's what I like to say. He also showed us like just going places and ministering to women and touching so many lives and and just telling them our testimony and telling them about the goodness of God and what he can do for you and how we've overcome and how we were still overcoming it each and every day, how we yeah. invited God into our lives to be like, all right, this is up to you. And just share that process and teach others about how to achieve that as well. So it was so beautiful. Um, so that's how the ministry came about, because right after that is when we hit the ground running with small groups. So mm-hmm. we instantly started doing small groups at U of I's campus. And we just hosted gatherings with young women in our apartments. And we just had food and we talked about boys, but we also talked about God and our identity and how like how all of that comes into play. So it's like we talked about things important to us and things that were going on in our lives, but we also invited God into our conversations and how do we then um, operate and represent him um, in those things where boys or school or whatever it is that we're dealing with every day. Um, so then after that is when um, Ari got into the University of Illinois Springfield. And so she moved down the road and we paused a lot of things that were going on with God Sisters and ultimately we came to a halt. So it was kind of like this rest period for God Sisters. And then in 2019 is when we started back up. So we had a gap, I believe it was like 2016-ish to 2019. So we had wow. a three-year, wow, wow, that was three years. Jesus rose on the third day. Didn't he? And then the third year. God, this is <laughs> Amen. Amen. I just realized that too. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. I had no idea. Well, I love that story. It's such a beautiful story for literally so many reasons. And Like, I don't know if I've already said this or not, but if you have not listened to their podcast, please go and listen. You have to listen to their testimony (laughs) first and foremost, because they are amazing. And what's so crazy is when I was listening to y'all's testimonies, it was literally like the both of both of y'all's testimony is like my testimony, like morphed together. And that's when I knew that I had to call and talk to y'all because it was just so crazy that I was listening to Hunter's testimony. I'm like, wow, that was like totally me in like this space and season. And then I listened to Ari's testimony. I'm like, that's the other half of this space and this season. And it's just so crazy how, how God works and how he uh, just orchestrates things yes. and how he puts things together and it's wild. And it's like, I don't, honestly, I don't know how, like we just barely missed each other on the U of I campus. I mean, we just barely missed each other because I was in a college ministry as well on the U of I campus. And we would often go out and pray for people on the campus. And so like, I don't know how we missed each other. <laughs> <laughs> like wow. like our paths were just like parallel like just mm-hmm. missed each other. yeah we were literally paralleling right in a- around that time so if you want to tell just like a like a little trailer of each of y'all's testimonies mm-hmm. yeah I'll go first okay. um so basically, and like she said, to know our full stories, go to our podcast. Please. It's the Got Sisters podcast. You can find it on Apple Music, Spotify, all that good stuff. So that's where you get the full story. But 
Um, so I had a really rough start in life. Um, I had it made, you know, but when you're young, you don't really realize that. But I went through a lot. I went through bullying. I went through a lot of drama. Um, I had a boyfriend who was a football player and a basketball player. So I had a lot of like jealousy and envy and fights and drama and chaos. And so my grades plummeted. But by the grace of God, I was able to graduate high school. I literally got in so many fights, just like defending myself and, you know, also starting stuff too. Like, I'm not going to act, you know, like I was perfect starting stuff. Um, But just becoming really callous, you know, because of the things that I had gone through and becoming so bitter and so cold and just seeing like, I hate people and I hate the world. Like, that's how I used to be. And I had no connection to God. I knew that God was real. I did not know who he was. I didn't understand that Jesus was Lord or why Jesus was Lord. But I knew that, you know, my mom was a Christian. So I prayed to Jesus, but Mm -hmm. I didn't really understand the power in that. So fast forward, I end up graduating again by the glory of God, the grace of God. Um, And then in college, I continue on that same pattern and I went to a community college. So for two years, I did the same thing. And I, you know, I was partying, I was drinking, I was smoking, having sex, doing so many things, even, you know, just to be honest, like homosexuality, like so many Mm -hmm. things that just were ungodly. Mm -hmm. And um, I deeply indulged in these things and I enjoyed it. And what ended up happening was on the second year of, during my second year of college, they ended up saying they were going to suspend me if I didn't get my grades together. Um, Again, the grace of God. (laughs) Someone told me, one of the counselors said, well, you could write an appeal letter and it's very rare that it'll get approved, but just do it and the dean will look over and review it. And so I did that. And before the dean even read my letter, she wanted to um, put me back in school. And she said, you know, if you, she was like, you have, you know, under one condition, you have to go to the center of academic success and you have to get tutoring and you have to be there for one hour a day. Like, I want to see an improvement and I know that you can do it. Why does she know that? I don't know. She had to talk to God because there was no other reason for her to think that. In high school, I had a 0.0 GPA um, going, you know, throughout my journey. I mean, in college, I'm sorry, in college, I had a 0.0 GPA throughout my journey. So there was no track record for her to believe that I would be able to do this. Um, But she gave me the second chance. And it was on that third year that I went up to Hunter, which I believe she stated Mm -hmm. about, you know, how God Sisters came about. I went up to Hunter and I decided to um, go to church with her frequently because I was seeking for change. I wanted a change within myself. I didn't necessarily want a relationship with God. Like, not that I didn't, but I was not seeking that. I was seeking change within myself. And simultaneously, it just happened all together. And God began to work on my heart as I began to be with Hunter. Mm -hmm. Hunter began to teach me about the Bible and take me to Bible study in church and teach me about Jesus. And it still was all high and lofty for me. Mm -hmm. I didn't really necessarily believe that I believed in evolution and all of these other things. But reincarnation, um, I used to tell Hunter she was crazy for believing that we praise God in heaven 24 seven. Um, but that's basically that, you know, the short story of my testimony, but what really changed me is something Hunter and I watched the testimony one day and that really shook me to the core, a girl that went to heaven and hell again, go watch our testimonies to hear about that. But we watched that testimony. And after that, I literally saw Jesus standing in my kitchen Mm. And I seen him in the spirit. I had never seen anything like that. And 
then at that this moment, this is a part that had me crying. Oh, man, man, <laughs> I had never seen anything like that. And just to rewind a little bit, the day before, I said, "Jesus, if you're real, show me a testimony of someone that went to heaven and hell, and I will believe you, and I will know that you are Lord Jesus." Because I had no clue of any of this Jesus stuff. So fast forward the next day when I saw Jesus, that was crazy for me. And I had quit smoking. I wasn't hallucinating. <laughs> I wasn't crazy. Like I literally saw him in the spirit <laughs> and everything that the Bible says about the Holy Spirit with the gifts of the spirit, the fruit, I mean, the fruits of the spirit is exactly what I felt all in one. And that was the day that I will say I was truly saved and believed in the Lord Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's always so touching for me to hear it because I'm like, man, it was. It seems like so long ago, but it seems like yesterday all at the same time. And I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. Um, okay, I guess I'll go next. Okay, so in so like I said earlier, August 31st, 2014 was the day that I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and. Prior to that, I would say a lot of my journey started coming into college with me not really knowing who I was and and me relying on like track and field and sports to at first define me. And I grew up in church, like I was saying, like our parents really believed in God. But for me, I didn't have that deep connection with him and I didn't really understand what it meant to be a believer of Jesus Christ. And going into college, you need that. Like, you need that stability. You need someone to really walk you through that. And I was just out here wandering like a little lost soul, just trying to get into any and everything. I'm like, okay, there's a party over here. There's a party over there with cute boys over here. And my friends are over there. And I got so lost. Like, it was just not good. And I allowed all of the different factors in my life to influence my identity and to tell me who I was. And when you do that, it is so easy to just get turned away. I believe the stats back then were like 80% of college students by the time they're juniors walk away from the faith. And I was probably almost in that number, like not really having the true relationship with him, but definitely one of those people that would turn in the other way when they saw Jesus walking through the door. And so I got it. I, I replaced who I was with people. And, and that was something that I really struggled with was people bondage and especially in relationships. And, you know, I talk about all of the details, you know, on the podcast, but as far as um, like the way that I transitioned out of that, like I literally had to pray for God to take my heart back one night because I was going through anxiety and depression, panic attacks. And one day I went, I'm like, I don't know necessarily how to begin a relationship with God, but I'm going to write in this journal. I'm like, Lord, Lord, take my heart back, period. Like, and that was it. That was the prayer. <laughs> that was it. And then he began to move and shift things in ways that I had never seen before. Remove this guy from campus. And then like, I found out that I had a miscarriage by this guy. I'm like, okay, guy, you're really trying to move me away from my past. You're trying to move me out of the way of myself and then bring me into something new. So I really started that summer going into my junior year, really searching for answers and trying to figure out, okay, who is Jesus? Who is God? And ironically, prior to, I was trying to find this one particular church before um, my junior year and I could not find it. Soon as I get on campus my junior year, my aunt calls me and tells me that she has connections to the church. 
and that the first lady would come and get me. And like I said earlier, she was supposed to come get me, but she ended up sending a young lady that was, and if you know my first lady, you would know why that's so funny because she's like, okay, I'm going to just send this person. Like she's such a busy person where she's just like, okay, I'm going to assign you over here and I'm going to assign you over here. And so it was funny, like learning her afterwards, like, like, okay, I understand why she did that now. But it really was a godsend thing because me and this girl that she sent were inseparable and she really walked through the gospel with me and she really showed me how to be a woman of Christ and showed me how to love myself. And instead of like being on the phone, so I, you know, transitioned out of my own life as I got into Christ, but just being able to replace all of those dead things in my life with something that was living, something, someone, the only one and true and living God, being able to have a relationship with him and take the time to um, walk with him through journaling and praying and sermons and talking to other people. It was such a process that I couldn't keep it to myself. And, and I really wanted to share it with other people. So even like I was saying earlier, as soon as this young lady ended up um, graduating, <laughs> Um, I, I immediately wanted to share it with someone and that's when God sent me Ari. And like I stated earlier, like I asked him to send me two people and he eventually sent me the second one while she moved away to Springfield. So it's amazing how God works things out. Like when you begin to just walk and not ask too many questions, it's like, all right, God, I see what you're doing here. I see what you're doing there. And I just received it as it came. So that's pretty much how I came to Christ that day was so life-changing. Um, and I also found the sermon notes not too long ago from that wow. day when I was going through all of my journals and stuff. And the sermon was on Ephesians. And he prepared a message just talking about that no matter what you went through, no matter how disgusting you feel, no matter how you, you may view yourself, Christ still loves you. And there is not a day where he's not thinking about you. There's not a day when you cannot come back to him. And literally, that is everything I needed to hear because I'm like, God, I just went through a miscarriage. I just, like, my boyfriend just had to transfer schools. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. My identity was wrapped up in him. And he literally was preaching this gospel to me that I had never heard explained like this before in such a way where I felt like God himself was standing in that pulpit saying, Hunter, I need you to come to me today, right now. And I said, yes, Lord. <laughs> and I walked that altar and I never turned back. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's amazing. When God shuts doors, he shuts doors. I mean, like he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't mess around. <laughs> and what's so crazy is like the beginning of your testimony. And when you said like it, it was your identity, like you were looking for something and that's what you really needed. And what's crazy is the thing that changed everything around was Ephesians and Ephesians is an entire book of identity. Yes. And so I love that that's exactly what you needed, and that's exactly what the Lord brought. And little side note, I know nobody can see this, but I have, so I have my notes for y'all on one page, and I have literally um, Ephesians 1, 6 through 14, and Ephesians 1, 15 through 20 on the other side from a long time ago that I'm not even using right now. Wow. <laughs> I'm looking like I'm writing this wow. note. I, God is so good. Isn't that crazy? So I'm writing this note down like so I don't forget to say it. Ephesians is about identity. And I look up and here is um, 
receiving an inheritance. This means that everything Jesus has, we have. Part of our inheritance is heaven, is one of the things that I wrote down. And it's so crazy. That makes me so emotional. (laughs) I know. I'm like, this whole time, like, I should have grabbed my tissues. I didn't know it was going to be like this. Okay. (laughs) I would give you a tissue, but I can't. (laughs) Over here, turn up, guys. So oh this is what this wow. is what I love about our testimonies. So like I said, I won't give a snippet of mine because like it's literally such a combination of the both of y'all's testimonies. But what I love about the three of our testimonies is that they all led us to women empowerment. And it is such a testimony to uh, Romans 8:28 that says God will take everything that's used for bad and turn it around for good and everything that was used for bad in our lives is now being turned around as an entire yes. ministry to other women who are going through the same or similar things mm. and I love that so much I know for me personally yes. like my instinct is to like talk to women and to grab a girl and just say, listen, Mm -hmm. let me tell you, like, ask me all the questions. I've been there. I can tell you, like, (laughs) it's going to be okay. We're going to get through it and you're going to be stronger on the other side. And so just part of this podcast today, I wanted to talk about um, Mm -hmm. the calling in your journey. And I feel like, you know, when we were in the midst of what was going on in our lives and in our past, we had no idea that the Lord was going to pull us out in the way that he pulled us out and turn our face to see girls who needed him, girls who are going through the same thing that we went through. Um, And so we didn't even know that. So I don't know what y'all have on that, but I I would love to hear just what you think, even on that phrase, like the calling is in your journey. I know a lot of people talk about like, okay, so, you know, we're all called to something. So let's figure out what our calling is. And then our journey starts. And I feel like it's the opposite. Like, through our journey is where we find our calling. And that's where we um, really come into who we are by not necessarily like, okay, I'm going to sit here and wait for the Lord to tell me what he wants me to do, which sometimes I think that that is totally what we need to do. But I also think that our calling comes in the midst of us just walking with him through life and even before we meet him so anyways Mm -hmm. that was a long gist of me asking you so what do y'all think about just like the calling being in your journey no I think that's awesome and I totally agree because I feel like your purpose is directly connected to the things you've gone through yes and so um it doesn't mean that you're going to experience those things again but it definitely is going to help you later down the line do something that God is calling you to do. Um, just like people say, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. And he's qualifying us as we go through a refining process. And he's able to repurpose things. You know what I mean? And it feels like we went through some things for no reason. And it feels like, you know, my life was just filled with evil. Like the scripture, Romans 28, mm-hmm. God turns that evil around and he allows it to work together for yes. your good. So he definitely is able to repurpose trash and turn it into treasure. And it's utilized for our purpose and it's utilized throughout our calling. And we're able that's how we're given the strength and that's how we're given the um, power 
to minister to other people and to encourage other people because we've already gone through it. Why would I minister to someone about something that I've never gone through? And why would I want someone to minister to me when they've never experienced it? And they're just speaking from a place of logic, but not a place of experience. So I completely agree. Absolutely. And I would have to say, um, this was maybe a year after I came to Christ. I think it was that summer I was praying for you. Actually, I was at a church in Chicago and a pastor was praying for me. I went up to him, asked for prayer for prayer. And I told him, I want to know what my purpose is. And I don't necessarily know what to start. And he said, okay, well, we're just going to start with prayer and I'm going to pray for you. And what he said to me, I remember the words he said were, was that the things that I find most disgusting about myself or the things that I think are um, the least qualified in God are the things that God is going to use mm-hmm. for me to bring other women out the way that he brought me out. And he didn't really know anything about what I had gone through. So I'm like, okay, I Holy Spirit, I know you're speaking through him. Even him saying that about me feeling so dirty and so ugly about my past, that was going to be the very thing that God used to bring me into my purpose and to win other women over to Christ. And that very thing is, you know, is what we're doing today, even just talking about our testimony. So I would definitely agree with Ari and like not neglecting the things that you have gone through, but count it all joy and account it to be a blessing because God has brought you through it so that you can overcome. And the Bible says that we overcome by the word of the lamb and the blood of our test. I mean, by the blood of the lamb and the yes, word of our testimony. And and we can only do that by sharing. We only do that by opening our mouths. So even if we don't quite know what it is that God wants us to do in, I guess, the natural sense of our calling in our lives, we're to do everything in excellence. And if that's talking to somebody about God, we're going to do it in excellence. If that's talking to someone just about their day, we're going to do it in excellence. Or serving someone else, we're going to do it in excellence. And we're going to tell them, you know, about our testimonies and not be ashamed of what we went through because we never know, you know, like if we would have never shared our testimonies, like you wouldn't even know like what we've gone through. Like, okay, well, yeah, that sounds similar or anyone, but if we would have kept it to ourselves because it would have made us feel or look a certain type of way that we would be depriving other people to getting to know the same guy who redeemed us from all of that stuff that we went through. So I just think it's so amazing even just how he uses these puzzle pieces to connect us to the ultimate picture. He's mm-hmm. like, don't, don't worry yet. I got it. I have a, a larger puzzle um, in store for you, but you just need to follow step by step what I'm telling you to do. Yeah. 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 It is so true. And I, I just love how he like, like you said, like just connects everything. He just connects the dots for us. And I absolutely love that because yeah, I, I would never have, I would never have known this. Well, okay. So let's, Let's even rewind it back further to when, um, so we're connected through one of our friends and who, um, her name is Wangel. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't met her, hey, if I hadn't met, yeah, I know, like, hey girl, if you're listening, hey. Um, <laughs> so, but if I hadn't met her and you hadn't met her and if she hadn't posted for you on your birthday, I never would have seen like the podcast. I never would have seen um, like, oh, I never would have seen Ari. I never would, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So like, and I never would have sat there and just bawled my little eyes out while listening to your podcast, just like knowing that that's what I needed in that moment. And it's just, 
it just blows my mind how he connects little tiny pieces together because like we have no idea who's listening to this podcast we have no idea who is going to be blessed from the things that y'all are saying and the the testimonies that y'all are sharing and just being transparent with everything that we've been through and I'm I'm just so thankful for that so like I'm so blessed by y'all being on here really for real I am and I I'm so excited just to see like who who else is being blessed by this because I know we're going to get messages and um dms from girls who are like wow I never even thought of that or wow I'm going through that right now like who knows (laughs) So I'm excited just to see what the Lord does with this. Um, So I just, I would love to hear, um, I know I personally am like just a big dreamer when it comes to like doing things as far as like women empowerment, like I want to do this, I want to do that. And so I just, I want to hear um, like if there's anything on your heart that you want to share, um, anything, any like big dream that the Lord has put on your heart that like scares you, but excites you at the same time. So lay it out there. Ooh. Um, I would say even what we're, it's hard to, I don't know. That's a, that's hard because there's so many things. I think that the God has like given us that looks scary because we're like, why do you even why do you love me so much? Oh my gosh, we were just talking about this the other day. If you're not scared of your calling, then something isn't right. Yes. Because we are saying like basically when the Lord gives you something, like you don't have the strength mm-hmm. to do it. You have the strength through Christ. You yes. don't have the strength within yourself. And so if you're not afraid, mm-hmm. if you have never thought about quitting, yeah. then maybe you're doing something out of the flesh. Yes. Because when the spirit of God is pushing you to do something, sometimes you'll look at it and it's like, wow, that's bigger than my limits. That yeah. like that, like I may become burdened by this thing, but right. it's like, no, God will carry you through it mm-hmm. if he brings you to it. So we were oh, literally just talking about this. Yeah. You just need to say yes and get started and ask God like what to do and how to move forward. And it it's always going to be scary because you don't have what you need at that moment, but you need to begin walking, you mm-hmm. know, in order for him to, um, start the process to start the process mm-hmm. and even in matthew 6 33 it says seek ye first yes. the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all of these things shall be added unto you and god knows what we have need of and he's the best father he's mm-hmm. a good father and he will never leave us out here especially if he told us to do something I'm, okay now it's up to you to bless me with the resources it's up yeah. to you to help me to figure this thing out because god if this goes left and i'm doing what you told me to do then it's not up to me to solve this problem it's yeah. up to to me to just listen to what you tell me to do next. I'm not going to trip about it. And of course that's easier said than done because it's like, all right, God, I'm tired. And I don't know what you're doing up there, but I don't know if you see me, but <laughs> kind of going through it down here and we don't know what we're doing, <laughs> but you know, that's the beautiful thing, you know, even in your testimony or in ministry, just the process and the journey and the marathon and the walk with Christ is something that is a lifelong commitment. And that's in anything that you decide to do. You know, I'm starting to feel like that ambulance every time it goes by is when (laughs) a word just hit somebody right in the heart. I'm starting to think that. (laughs) (laughs) Like the Lord just sent an ambulance through that word. Right. Amen, ambulance. (laughs) Siren. Amen, siren. Sounding the alarm. Okay. 
Okay, so the last thing that I want to ask is just advice from y'all to other girls who are maybe going through something right now or who are trying to find Jesus, who are asking questions, who are wondering, you know, Lord, if you're really there, ABC. So what would y'all say? Yeah, um, that's that's really heavy and it's a huge responsibility and an honor, you know, honestly, to talk to someone about Jesus and being able to encourage people. I think that sometimes as ministers, we get caught up in the routine of things and we forget that, um, you know, that it is like God doesn't see us as numbers. He sees us as people. He sees mm-hmm. us as individuals. He knows us by name. And yeah. the Bible says that God even knows how many grains of sand there are along, you know, upon the beach and things like that. And so um, it is an honor to speak about Jesus and to encourage. And so mm-hmm. if there is someone out there that's seeking for truth and seeking for an answer, seeking for God to respond to a prayer, Um, one thing that I would say is just to remember that we serve a supernatural God who Mm -hmm. is outside of our own limitations, who is outside of our, our timing, who is outside of our understanding. The Bible says that his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than ours. So we cannot put God in a box Mm -hmm. and we cannot limit him and what he can do. And, and truthfully people say, oh, you can't question God, but we're humans and we're going to have questions. We're going yes. to have doubts. We're going to have fears. So take them to God. Don't be afraid to speak to him. Don't be afraid to tell him you're dirt. Don't be afraid to say, Lord, or God, you may not even say Lord, because you may not be at that point. Yeah. You may say, you know, God, if you're real, you know, I don't even know if you're real, but I want to know if you're real. He will answer you within his own time and in a way that you can understand. So just having patience and trust in the process. And, you know, one thing that I always say is God is realer than the air that I breathe. Yeah, literally. He's realer than the air that I breathe. He's realer than me looking at Hunter right now Mm -hmm. and seeing her face to face like God is even more real than that. Which, if it can get more real than that, then that's just scary. (laughs) And so throughout our journeys, and I speak for Hunter when I say that, throughout our journeys, we've encountered God in so many Mm -hmm. ways, in so many supernatural ways where it has literally blown us away. And we could spend days upon days upon days Mm -hmm. on the things that we've encountered through the Holy Spirit, the things that we've encountered supernaturally. There is nothing that anyone could tell us to say that Jesus is not Lord. There is nothing that anyone could tell us to say, God does not love you. Mm -hmm. God does not care about you. God has forgotten about you. You're not special. Your purpose is not going to come to pass. You're going to be a nobody. No, that's not true because it's unbiblical. That's not what his word says about me. His word says that I was fearfully and wonderfully made, that he knew me even before I was in my mother's womb. It says that he literally literally molded me like clay in his hands. And so there is never a time that God has forgotten about you. There's never a time that God 
is is saying, okay, I'm no longer going to work on this person because what they did is too dirty, is too mm-hmm. disgusting. They're too full of sin. No, he yeah. knew that you were full of sin, yes. and that's why he sent Jesus. Yes. He knew that you were filthy, and that's why he sent Jesus. The mm-hmm. Bible says that we are filthy. We are as filthy rags even on our most righteous yeah. day, mm-hmm. and that's why he sent Jesus. So just remembering, yes, I am filthy, but I'm purified through Christ. Amen. I'm purified through the blood. Like, yes, I'm not perfect, but I'm going to work out my salvation. I'm going to press towards the mark of the high calling. I am going to trust God for my purpose, no matter what it looks like. Because Jeremiah 29 and 11 says that God said, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So God, if you said that in your word, and Mm -hmm. I know that your word does not return void, when I'm going through it, God, I'm going to stand firm on that word. Amen. Amen. (laughs) And they go to our amen, huh? There, I'm telling you. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear that or not. is groaning for the manifestations of the sons of God. Uh-huh. All of the all of creation is groaning, Lexi, for you to utilize your podcast right. and your platform. All yeah. of creation is groaning for God sisters to rise up and be the all who God has called us to be. It's necessary and it's so it's so crucial for a time yes. such as this. Everything that's going on in the world right now, COVID-19, Black Lives Matter, just so much chaos and so mm-hmm. much drama and so much confusion, so much so so much demonic um warfare. so much so much demonic um activity mm-hmm. in in warfare like hunter said where are the sons of God who are going to arise for a time such as this to utilize their platform, to utilize their voice, to utilize their knowledge, to utilize their gifts so that the world can be reconciled back to God. Because just like we've been hearing these horns go off every single time, yes, it could be an amen, but yes, it could also be a distraction because the enemy comes to distract us from the word of God and he comes to keep us from what God is calling us to do. So yes, for every person that's listening to this, you have a purpose. Mm -hmm. God chose you. You are not a mistake. You are not a mistake. God has Mm -hmm. a plan for you that is specific. There is something he wants to do in you that will be strategic. You have to trust him. You have to go through the process. Mm -hmm. You have to forget the past and continue to press on towards the future because Mm -hmm. God is in the now. God is not in the past. He's willing to heal you of the past, but you have to move forward. So God is looking for the sons of God to arise. He's willing to transform us so that we can become all, we can become new. The Bible Mm -hmm. says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I second all of that. Wow. (laughs) I think we just went to church, y'all. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Yes. Amen to all of that. Like you, I mean, you just nailed it. I really think that right now all of creation is groaning. You are so right. And I, in Jesus name, believe that we are about to see some crazy breakthrough for real. Like I always believe that when things are going crazy like this, we're about to see a big breakthrough. So I'm praying for revival. I'm speaking revival. I mean, I don't know what's going to come out of this, but I know it's going to be something good for real. So, 
<laughs> so anyways, I just, again, I just want to thank y'all so much for just being a part of this podcast today. I want to thank y'all so much for being willing and sharing your heart and being open and transparent. And I can tell you right now that this is not going to be the last time that you are on this podcast. Yay, man. I can't wait for us to meet you in person. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. And you know, actually what would be super awesome if, is if we got a whole women's conference going on. Ooh. That's what would be awesome. You're in Houston? Yep. Me and Wangel. So let's add her to that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so we'll see. Who knows? Who knows what is on the horizon for God Sisters podcast and the Bay Project podcast? Right. Yes. You never know with God. <laughs> okay, y'all. There's the horn. There's our right. amen. Amen. <laughs> Woo! amen, Lord. Do it, God. Do it, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I have had so much fun. This has been a blast. And I think. We'll sign off here. So thank y'all again. I know I've said thank it like a hundred times, but thank I'm you. so blessed by this. And I know somebody else is going to be even more blessed. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you so much for having us. This was an incredible time. Yes, I had a blast, girls. Okay, well, we'll sign off here and we'll see y'all next time. All right. Bye. Well, guys, as always, thanks for tuning into my podcast. I hope now that you've got an extra pep in your step, you're ready to get out there and conquer the world. See you next time, babe.